0: As the acceptance of expanded human potential gains mainstream momentum, the question has shifted from what is possible in our lives to how do we actually do it? How do we awaken our extraordinary potential in everyday life? Welcome to part three of our review of Dr. Joe Dispenza's work. Today, we'll continue our exploration of how exactly we live up to this full potential that we all have within us, or like the name of Dr. Joe Dispenza's book, Becoming Supernatural, How Common People Are Doing the Uncommon. Today, as we cover part three of this exploration, we'll identify clear strategies to awaken the extraordinary potential in each of us, And these will be evidence-based strategies that are backed by science. We'll do this by looking at Chapter 3 of Becoming Supernatural, a book that's the first-of-its-kind manual that does precisely this. It leads us on a step-by-step journey to achieving our greatest potential in body, health, relationships, and our life purpose and allows us to make that journey at our own pace. This book study has taken me some time to think and consolidate what I'm learning since we released Part 1 the end of September. I needed this time to put Dr. Dispenza's ideas and meditations into practice, and I've spent the past month and a half immersed in his teachings, filling in all the gaps of understanding that I've had since I first began studying human potential in the late 90s. As mentioned in the first part of this study, this is a shallow dive, and it's just the beginning. I do hope that our review today helps us to all unlock more of the mysteries within the unseen world as we learn to put these concepts into practice into our daily lives. And I'm sure we'll return to this episode in the future, but this is where our journey begins today. We'll review with what we learned in part one and part two, preparing us for this exciting journey of our mind. With part three today, we'll we'll put it all into action with something that we want to achieve in our own life welcome back to season 10 of the neuroscience meets social and emotional learning podcast where we connect the science-based evidence behind social and emotional learning that's finally being taught in our schools today and emotional intelligence training used in our modern workplaces for improved well-being achievement productivity and results using what i saw as the missing link the application of practical neuroscience. I'm Andrea Samadhi, an author and an educator with a passion for learning, and launched this podcast five years ago with the goal of bringing all the leading experts together in one place to uncover the most current research that would bring back how the brain learns best by taking us all to new and often unimaginable heights. For those tuning into this episode, and you've not listened to Part 1, Episode 306 yet, or Part 2, Episode 310, I do encourage you to begin there. You'll learn the background of where I first learned about Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, and see how he fits into what we've been covering on this podcast the past 10 seasons. For today's episode number 311... Decoding Our Thoughts, How to Build a Better Future with the Power of Our Mind and Part 3 of our review of Dr. Joe Dispenza's work will pick up where we left off with the importance of living in the present moment, with mental rehearsal and priming our brain and our body for a new future. We'll recall the importance of creating an elevated emotion that helps to develop a coherent heart combined with a clear intention that develops a coherent brain, creating a magnetic field that projects beyond our body to be used for ourselves and others. And before you think I'm completely crazy, which I know is possible because I'm reading what I'm writing and it does sound crazy. It sounds a bit off the wall, but scientists like Dr. Konstantin Korokov have been measuring these energy fields around the body with technology that can accurately pick up the physical health of our body and mind in an instant, pinpointing any areas of concern and changing the way we approach our mental health and wellness in the future. Next, we'll take all of this deep back knowledge and move into Chapter 3 of Becoming Supernatural that he calls Tuning In to New Potentials in the Quantum. And we'll see how we can use it all in our daily lives. And I know we've talked about this quantum world through Dr. Dispenza's work that exists when you take your attention off objects in your physical environment and take your attention off linear time, which has a past and a future, and you're now in the present moment, in which all possibilities in the quantum field exist. That's from Chapter 3 of Becoming Supernatural. I hand-drew what this looks like with the predictable timeline from Chapter 2 of the book to show the importance of being in the present moment for accessing something new that we want to create in our life. So what is quantum theory? Before I even start to explain this, I've got to say that explaining this concept has been in my mind since first launching this podcast, way back to 2019. Over the years, I've heard of this idea in many different ways. So when interviewing certain speakers, my goal was always to connect the science to this concept, this concept of another world, where all possibilities exist, that just seems flat out crazy. But I heard it over and over again. The same idea explained slightly differently in different books, through different people, in a slightly different way. Each person added to my understanding, but it's been a process for me to connect each person's definition and put it into practice in my own life. So what is this quantum world, you ask? I went a very long time not completely understanding this idea of quantum theory or this quantum world that Dr. Dispenza writes about so beautifully in Chapter 3 of his book. Dr. Dispenza became well known with a movie he produced explaining this concept in a unique way in the early 2000s. But the movie was labeled as pseudoscience because I don't think that the science had caught up to his level of thinking. And I so admire Dr. Dispenza for pushing past this time as the science has now caught up to him and he met Dr. Korotkov and was finally able to measure what he knew to be true with GDV technology and other tools that he talks about in his book. But over the years, I wondered, what is this quantum world and how can I access it to create these unforeseen events in my own life? And then I heard it from someone who I knew had the scientific background to bring credibility to this idea. I was on a webinar with Dr. Dan Siegel in 2018, and I heard him explaining this concept that I knew to be called the quantum field or quantum theory through his Wheel of Awareness meditation. Right then and there, I knew I had to interview Dr. Siegel and learn more about what he was saying. And I'm beyond grateful that he said yes as one of our early interviews. He was episode 28. He could have looked at our episode count and think that we weren't popular enough because we were in the beginning stages with this podcast, but not Dan Siegel. He's connected to this plane of consciousness, and he brings credibility to anyone who talks about it with his background, with his research, and with his deep knowledge at looking at the world through a scientific lens. And I think he must have known on some level that his work would unlock something for more than just my level of thinking, for all those people who would tune in over the years, as this is how this world or plane of possibility works. Dr. Siegel says the plane of possibility in physics terminology would be similar to what the quantum physicist Arthur Zajon, when he presented this model to him at a meeting, He likens this idea to a sea of potential. Dr. Siegel says possibility is real. In other words, energy is the movement into form that arises from a formless pool of potentials, of possibilities, from which all forms emerge. They become realized, activated, actualized. Potential becomes manifested. Possibility becomes actual. Formless becomes form. He says, that's one take on the physics view of how energy flows in the world that we live in. And it seems mystical, spiritual, and perhaps even magical. But it's really the mathematical mechanisms beneath a physics view of energy and our universe. This formless sea of potential, the quantum vacuum, may not be energy itself, but it's the real aspect of the universe from which all energy is thought to arise. Dr. Siegel says that physics has demonstrated that we have two realms in the physical universe and this is not commonly known. And he explains what happens to us at different parts of his Wheel of Awareness practice. We did a deep dive into this meditation practice as it was the first time I saw something designed to help us to access and navigate into this second world using our mind. And we did that on episode 60 on the science behind a meditation practice, a deep dive into Dr. Dan Siegel's Wheel of Awareness meditation, where I focused on some of the benefits that I noticed personally from practicing his meditation daily, like an increased focused attention, a stronger interoceptive sense, an increased connection to people around the world, And then I said, there's so much more we can say on this topic, and I knew with time, practice, and as my own awareness increases, I'll have a deeper understanding of this wheel of awareness and of these two planes in the universe. I put an image of how Dr. Siegel would describe this state of mind where we tap into this other plane of awareness through meditation in the show notes. And I knew back in 2019, looking at this diagram, that Dr. Siegel was explaining something that I was still trying to understand myself. During our interview, Dr. Siegel asked me, what have you noticed through practicing the Wheel of Awareness? And looking back now, I know what he was asking. He wrote his book Aware in 2018. That was a year before our interview. He wanted to know how aware I was, And I answered from the point of view of someone who'd been using his meditation, but with continued practice, this other world, a second world would open up. And this is where the fun begins. But my answer to him showed that I'd not yet arrived at this new world of possibility. When I interviewed my mentor and speaker, Bob Proctor, on episode 66, and I asked him if he knew Dr. Dan Siegel's work, I was trying to connect what I had heard Proctor say over and over again to the world of science. But Proctor covered this answer by talking about how we live in a physical body. And with the power of thought, we can tap into the spiritual world and create ideas and beautiful castles that he would almost pull from the sky. While watching Proctor speaking, I always wondered, where is his mind going? what is this spiritual world that he's accessing where anything we want is within our grasp? Proctor would ask you to tell him, what's the most money you've ever earned in a year to see how aware we were? He would say there was no difference in earning $50,000 a year versus 50 million, just the awareness of how to do it. There's different ways to ask people questions to find out how aware they are. So since working with Proctor in the late 90s, this question was always in the back of my mind. What is this world he's going to where all possibilities exist? And I could see him pulling ideas from the sky when he was speaking, and I knew it mattered what thoughts I was thinking, the actions I was taking. We heard it from the principles of Napoleon Hill's classic Think and Grow Rich book so many times, especially this point that any idea that's held in the mind that's either feared or revered will begin at once to clothe itself in the most convenient and appropriate physical forms available. Andrew Carnegie said that. I knew it was important what we think, and especially that we always keep a positive mindset but I couldn't explain why this was true scientifically to anyone until I began to connect different people's explanation of quantum theory or of this plane of possibility or the sea of potential all in one place. So, what is this other realm? Every year, I like to pick a well known popular book, preferably one that I've studied for years and I have notes taken that I can share on this podcast like we did with the Think and Grow Rich series or the most popular Silva Method series. But I've held off on covering the popular Science of Getting Rich book by Wallace D. Wattles, which was the seminar I sold in the late 90s because I knew I would have to explain Wattles' view of quantum theory that's in every chapter of his book. Wattles' Science of Getting Rich book directly focused on using this space to earn money, and his work goes like this. He says there is a thinking stuff from which all things are made and which in its original state permeates, penetrates, and fills the inner spaces of the universe. A thought in this substance produces a thing that is imaged by the thought. A person can form things in their thought and by impressing their thoughts upon this formless substance can cause the thing they think about to be created. And I'm not kidding, we used to read this passage at seminars out loud, and I'd be thinking, what the heck is he talking about? What is this thinking stuff from which all things are made? And I sold this seminar, and I had no idea about what this main point was that he talked about. So while picking books to cover, this one, with a whole briefcase of notes attached to it, was always thrown back into my closet, I thought there's no way I'm ever going to cover this concept on a podcast that's designed to connect the most current brain research and science to help us to improve our lives with evidence-based strategies. Until I started to see this concept show up in the work of reputable scientists like we've seen with Dr. Siegel. I've always had these concepts in the back of my mind that I saw working over and over again in the seminar industry or over the years since that time, that I wanted to connect science to, like Dr. Dispenza ended up doing so well, so we could all advance ourselves forward personally and professionally. Now, these are age-old principles that I knew to be true. I saw them working over and over again, but I just couldn't explain why they were true. Until I read Chapter 3 of Dr. Dispenza's Becoming Supernatural. It was within these pages that I learned the best way to understand this quantum world was to experience it. We must now put chapters 1 and 2 into practice, and this takes time. Dr. Dispenza reminds us to go back to the first two chapters where we practiced opening up to this idea of becoming supernatural, then learning to access the present moment. Elevating our emotions, using mental rehearsal to prime our mind and body, and now we're ready to step into this quantum world where all possibilities exist to create something new, an unknown event. He says finally, if you take your attention off linear time, which has a past and a future, you're in no time, you're in the present moment in which all possibilities in the quantum field exist. And it's here that we stay on the surface with our dive. If you want to go deeper, read Chapter 3 in detail. I'm not a neuroscientist, nor a scientist, so explaining the science behind this is not my strength. I just need to know that it's there. If you need more science before moving forward... It's there in Chapter 3 of Dr. Dispenza's book, as well you can find it in Dr. Siegel's book, Aware. But if you're like me and you just want to practice this now, let's do it. Let's walk into the quantum world together and see how we can create an unknown event in our future, something you might want personally or professionally or even something with your health. Let's cover the five steps of creating something in our life in this quantum world. Step one, drop into the present moment and open the doorway to the quantum world. Accessing the quantum world begins the minute you stop and get yourself into the present moment. You can do this sitting down, standing up, or any way you like, but just stop. Accessing the present moment can occur from using Dr. Dan Siegel's Wheel of Awareness meditation or any of Dr. Dispenza's. It's also the whole point of Jose Silva's method where he asks you to count backwards to access this world. Find what works best for you. I had to practice a few meditations over and over again in the early morning time before being able to access this present moment during the day when I needed it. Step two, set a clear intention. In order to use this plane of possibility to create something new in your life, you first of all must know what it is that you want to create. If you aren't sure what you want to create in your life, this might be clear to you or it might not be. Then I suggest going back to part one of our Think and Grow Rich book review where we looked at how to uncover what it is you really want in your life. I mentioned that when I was in my late 20s and was asked, what do you really want, I didn't have it all figured out back then. It's taken me a lifetime to become crystal clear of what it is that I'm supposed to be doing with my time and my work and my career. So take the time to figure out what it is that you really want, since you will trade your life for it. Step 3. Change your energy. Elevating your emotions with your clear intention. We went deep into this idea on our last episode, but this is important for being able to develop a coherent heart and coherent brain. We know when our brain is working right, we work right, and this is why we focus on health and wellness on this podcast. Everything ties in together. Dispenza now takes this idea to a new level. When we're under stress, we won't have a coherent brain. And he explains this really well with a diagram in his book, but you'll get the idea. In order to line up our heart and brain, you can do this by elevating your emotions. Now, this isn't the first time I've heard of this concept. Paul Martinelli covered it in his Think and Grow Rich book study that I did when he added what he thought were two missing chapters to the book. He thought love and forgiveness should have been included in Think and Grow Rich. He said, when you feel love, happiness, energy, and clarity, you'll feel your vibration shifting, which is another way of saying you're accessing a new level of creation on a higher vibration. And we covered this concept in depth on episode 67. Remember that we all have energy fields surrounding us, and this is one way to expand our energy field, helping us to tune in to whatever it is that we want to create. The key to accessing whatever you want to create in this world of possibility is to keep our energy level high throughout. During times of high stress, our energy field will start to shrink. So it's important to stay rested, nourish our body and mind, and keep our balance, a coherent brain and heart. And we learned that Dr. Kortkov's technology can measure this. And Dr. Dispenza has been measuring people's energy fields for years. Now, the only way I can put this idea into something visual is to think about this concept. Have you ever seen a bicycle that you've got to pedal in order for it to generate some other energy type, like a light or a television or something? This is the same idea. In order to generate what it is you want in this unseen world, you've got to keep pedaling, keep this energy field strong, healthy, and this level of vibration high. When I asked Bob Proctor about the quantum world that Dr. Dan Siegel talks about in our interview, where there's this plane of possibility where we can create anything, Bob answered with, I believe the physical realm that we live in And the spiritual world are all connected like the colors of the rainbow. When we can take an idea, it comes in from spirit, hits our intellectual mind, and it's up to us whether we move it into form or not. Have you ever had an idea you thought was brilliant and you never did anything with it, and then suddenly you see someone else has created it? That's because there's only one mind and we can all tap into these ideas. And Proctor would say, this is how all ideas happen. They start in the mind of the person who creates it. And then after dedicated work, they hit their target and people watching might say, oh, wow, that person is so lucky, not realizing the work that went into the attainment of that goal. There's usually years of hard work pedaling the bicycle with persistence, with failures, wrong turns, course corrections, But all starting with that clear vision or idea with the end goal or target. Step four be open to what you see, learn, and uncover in this quantum world. The last step is where the magic begins. Just be open to what you could possibly create with this new energy. Be patient, this process takes time. There is no right or wrong way to access this plane of possibility. Jose Silva's program walks us through a specific method for how to use our minds for improving our health or solve any problem through a specific technique where we create three scenes. And you can see an image I put walking you through this process in the show notes. In the first scene, we think about the problem we want to solve, and I picked neck pain. The second, we take some sort of action towards solving the problem. And I picked using ice packs and a phrase that I learned from hypnotherapy to help the pain in my neck to disappear. And then a symbol of the healing. For me, all healing and progress takes place at a certain spot on this mountain that I hike. And then with the third scene, we imagine our life with our problems solved. And I wrote how awesome it would feel to be free of this pain in my neck. So this is one example of using this plane of possibility to solve a problem that you have. So for you, what do you see when you access this plane of possibility? Do you need more help getting here? If you do, try Dr. Dan Siegel's Will of Awareness Meditation or any of Dr. Dispenza's meditations. Are you beginning to gain some clarity towards whatever it is that you want to solve? Maybe a personal problem, something with your work, or something with your health. If you still need more help here, I highly suggest bringing a team together to help you. And this is not a usual team, but a team that you gather when you're in your plane of possibility. It can be anybody, but they're the people that you pick to help move your intention forward. And this concept might sound strange, but even people like Greg Link who was the mastermind behind the late Dr. Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People that sold over 40 million copies worldwide, surpassing the popular Think and Grow Rich book in 40 languages, used this particular strategy. A book doesn't sell 40 million copies without a unique strategy behind it, and I heard it loud and clear in our interview last spring. Greg mentioned that he had a board of directors that he asked questions to. Now, this is not your typical board of directors. These are brilliant minds that you bring into your quantum world of possibility and ask for help when you become stuck to give you ideas to move you forward somehow. And finally, step five, take note of what happens in this plane of possibility and keep working. Getting to the stage where you can at will create something out of nothing takes time, focus, practice, and dedication. Until I saw Chapter 3 of Becoming Supernatural, I was doing these steps without really knowing what the quantum world was. Sometimes I would create what I wanted, but I knew there was something I was missing. If I was missing something, and I've been studying this for almost 30 years now, I figured I might as well put this out on the podcast, as many others might also have questions around the creative process. Sometimes you'll notice you'll be working, following these steps, and nothing happens. And you might think, what a ridiculous idea this is. But when you get to this point, I suggest going back to the meditations. Whether you pick Dr. Dispenza's or Dr. Siegel's, or someone else's, go back to step one, practicing dropping into the present moment. When I'm stuck, I know this is the beginning step to return to. To review and conclude episode 311, Decoding Our Thoughts, How to Build a Better Future with the Power of Our Mind, and part three of our review of Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, we covered chapter three of his book and reviewed five important steps to take when accessing the quantum world. Step one, drop into the present moment and open the doorway to the quantum world. Remember to keep an open mind here as the strategies we're covering of becoming supernatural and experiencing exceptional results are not commonly known. Dr. Dan Siegel connects the science to this plane of possibility in his book, Aware, and he says, Physics has demonstrated that we have two realms in our physical universe, and this is not commonly known. This is what we're doing. We're accessing a second realm. Step two, set a clear intention. Know what it is that you want to work on or solve. If you're not sure what this is, Go back to part one of our Think and Grow Rich book study, where we covered this in depth. Step three, change your energy, elevating your emotions with your clear intention. And the key to accessing whatever it is you want to create in this world of possibility is to keep our energy level high throughout. When we can feel love, joy, excitement, or awe, we'll be keeping our energy level high, Remember the analogy of riding that bicycle that generates a television or a light with the energy, signifying that in order to create something, we've got to keep our energy levels high and we've got to keep moving. Step four, be open to what you see, learn and uncover. What do you see in this plane of possibility? Do you need more help getting here? Take your time at this step. This is where you're using your mind to create whatever it is that you want. If you need more time, spend it in daily meditation. Take this time. You might need to journal or think about what you're learning here. Take this time. And step five, take note of what actually happens and keep working. Once we can get to this place that Dan Siegel calls the plane of possibility or Dr. Dispenza calls the quantum world, From dropping into the present moment, we've mentally rehearsed the future we want to create, our intention, and we've embraced emotions like joy, peace, appreciation, awe, and love in our heart. And then our heart and brain have now gained coherence. Then we watch for it. This is where it happens. What you create here is entirely up to you. And we can all connect to this quantum field. Where all possibility exists when time and space collapses and we literally become our intention. Over time and with practice, these steps become easier and easier and we can work on ourselves to improve our personal lives, our health, our professional lives, and even expand our capacity to do this for others in the world. And I don't know about you, but this is mind-boggling learning. And I'll close with a quote that I opened up our most downloaded episode with, The Silva Method, from Jose Silva, who says, Once we learn to use our mind to train it, it will do some astounding things for us, as you'll soon see. I'll see you next week.